Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, a first impressions mini episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series we'll be covering in depth next week. I'm Jordan, and with me today, as usual, is my co-host, David. Say hi, David! Hi, David! What series are we covering this week, David? Oh, this one's a real sweet one, just like you, baby. Ooh. We're talking about Candy Flurry, not Candy Furry, as I <laughs> meant Fury, because I forgot those words are spelled differently. Candy Fury! Yeah. But I wonder what Candy Furry would be about. Actually, no, there's definitely probably a furry porn version of this series if it had gone big. I feel like I've seen that just on the internet somewhere. You know exactly what you would be doing with the lollipop stick. I don't know, David. I think you're underestimating the creativity of weird perverts on the internet, so, mm. you know. But this series was created by Takaguchi Ippon for the story, and then this one actually had a uh, separate artist, Mitarashi Sa- Santa. Mitarashi Santa? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like the dude from The Promised Neverland. Or Chainsaw Man, you know, Santa Claus. Yeah. Ah, this is, this is what he's doing. Is what she's doing otherwise. Chainsaw Man did not invent Santa Claus, if you thought. He's de- what? Fujimoto is good, but he's not that good. What? I don't know. Keep going. Where the fuck else would the... All right, whatever. The author's other works are pretty much nothing else as, yep. far as, uh, as far as we were able to find. But the run dates for Candy Flurry were between April 19th, 2021 to September 13th, 2021. It had 19 chapters and three volumes. So, yeah, this one didn't last too long. No, it really, really did not, did it? I'm so sorry. I know uh, Mitch from Mitch Loves Anime, he actually recommended the series. So sorry, bud, that this uh, uh... ended up being a flop. I mean, it's technically a flop, but just judging from the first chapter, I don't know if I would call it that, but getting ahead of myself. Why don't I go into the plot description? Yeah, that would be fantastic. Cindy's Toy Toy Candy is a magic line of different kinds of candy that give you superpowers. As a result, five years ago, Tokyo was totally destroyed by someone who uses lollipops. Flash forward to today, and the Sweets Police, aka, uh, according to Google, this is pronounced uh, Rechete or something? Rechete? It's it's like French. Please ask me for pronunciations. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to call them the reset. The reset are on the hunt for the lollipop user. Every candy user is supposedly unique, which is a big problem for Sumugi Minase, a high school girl who also possesses lollipop powers despite her proclaimed innocence. After using her powers to defeat a donut user, she riles the suspicions of the reset officer, Misaki Midori, who fights with a big-ass fork and has a personal grudge against the lollipop user, Popcorn David. He soon joins her class to keep tabs on her and then become friends when he tries to stand up for her against some suitors that she was in no danger from and fruitlessly tries to tutor him so he doesn't keep failing tests. However, the donut user returns as a giant donut monster. Holy shit. And Midori gets injured, pushing Samugi out of the way of an attack. Samugi then bashes the Donut Colossus on the head with a big old lollipop, saving Midori, but revealing her secret. The two square up to fight, and Samugi tells him that she's innocent. I also want to point out that Jordan spelled Donut like Dunkin' Donuts, and not the way that the word is actually spelled, which just shows how powerful that company is. Yeah, well, you know what? They went in there and they realized, hey, the UGH is fucking stupid. Let's take it out. Uh, let's just make it not a pain in the ass to spell anymore. And they were fucking right. All no, right? dude, you're completely right. I'm just saying. It's the same reason why I spell though, T-H-O. Do you really need any more ugh in your life, David? I feel like Jordan definitely spelled medieval as like M-I-D-E-V-I-L as a kid. 
Oh, I spelled that different ways every single fucking time I wrote it. I don't I don't even know how to properly spell that word today if you ask me. <laughs> oh man. Just real bone apple the teeth. That's kind of fun. That's like uh what is that game? Like fucking Mad Gab? Was that the name of it? Where I, you just I, say I don't have a slightest clue what that is. But what I do have is some first impressions on the series. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a good transition you were going to say. Good job, David. You're great. And you're not the reason why your parents got divorced. Your parents got divorced? No. Oh. But I would probably be the reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you would. Yeah, 100%. My my mom actually said on the reason why they stopped at two kids. They wanted a third and they were worried the third would be worse. But you're welcome because you didn't have to pay for college three times. So really, who looked out? They did. They made the right decision. And it's all because of you. Mom, if you're listening, you're welcome. Anyway, what the fuck do you think about Candy Flurry? I actually liked it. I know you liked it. Like the art, it's fun. It's a cool idea. I mean, realize after we said it, this is kind of a ripoff of One Piece. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's a fucking devil fruit system. They literally call it like, uh, what is it? The the toy toy candy, which yeah. I just immediately saw as, oh, that's like a straight up, like not even hiding it. Devil fruit. Yeah, it's not devil fruits. It's sna- it's Satan snacks. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, evil sweets, Mora. Uh... Yeah, it's um, Lucifer's um, confec- confectionaries. Nice, nice. Um, oh, man, do, what's we, another one? All right, it's your turn. One more. Uh, Beelzebub's pastries. Bro, I was going to say Beelzebub. Shit. Yeah, there um, we go. Same wavelength. Same wavelength. It's yeah. like when we both said Stealth Symphony at the same time when someone said what series you most would have wanted read in real time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll stop at four. Yeah. We could keep going, though, listener, just so yeah. you know. We're, this is a, we're doing this for you, T. Wolfwood. We're stopping now. Yeah, T. Wolfwood, who is listening, using his Patreon powers, where he is one of four people on the planet that is able to listen to us record a podcast. You could be one of them, too, listener. All you got to do is contribute to our Patreon at a, is that a $5 level? It's $8. $8 level. $8 level. $8 level. Yeah. We try and add some real spice to the $8 here. $5 you get like all the custom stuff and then 8 you get all the real fun bonus stuff like unedited audio, being able to sit with us, priority in the Q&A, being thanked in the Chibi episode. So uh, T-Wolf is going to hear his name a lot this episode. We, well, you just mentioned spicy, which is uh, interesting because this series was all about sweets and I had a pretty good time with this with this. Uh, uh, chapter. I did too, but there were some sweet to go with the sour because we're not chicken, so we're still going to talk about it. That's pretty good. Good job, David. <laughs> I think you meant sour to go with the sweet, but whatever. I was saying sweet and sour chicken. Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you silly Billy. You, you silly you. Billy. Whatever. But yeah, I feel like some pages the art is good, but then it just gets really sloppy. The proportions are really fucking weird. Like everyone looks like they're like children because they have like these giant heads and then the bodies just look very small. But these are supposed to be high schoolers. You know, what's weird is that like I actually felt like that was like a more realistic depiction of somebody that age. I think I think we're both just so used to anime showing like high schoolers as being like full voluptuous adults that when you actually see one that looks like a kid, it's like, what? I don't know. It just still looked like they just their heads still looked way too big. And it just kind of was like, wow, this is some weird proportions. No, they were definitely like almost chibi, you know, like they weren't. But it was like somewhere in between usual proportions and chibi proportions. But I kind of felt like it worked. I, I really liked uh, Samugi's design. It was very simplistic, but, you know, I, I think it really conveyed everything that it needed to. That's fair. I also think that, like, it had a really good use of color pages for the first two. I actually had this note yeah. where I think this series would have worked really well just 
all of it always being in color because of the themes. I completely agree. I I feel like this series definitely seems like something that's, it's definitely not supposed to be something that's like super hardcore and dark or anything. What if it becomes like really edgy and it just becomes like super violent? Fuck, I hope so. You just, you see someone fucking like whipped with licorice (laughs) or like decapitated by like a Reese's cup, like, you know, like Destructo Disc style. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That would have been great for that question about it. Is that a fucking Destructo Disc of Reese's Cups? Somebody's got like a cookie shield and they fire like chocolate chip missiles from it. Yep. (laughs) Making them half moon cookies. Damn. Fuck. I really am going to. I'm going to go get some soft serve after this. You want any? Yeah, please. Send send it to Philly. Hey, Rachel did ask uh, if you want to come to the Halloween party. So that's why I sent you and the the gang an invite. Uh, Who knows? Maybe I'll be able to. Iconic Lewis moment. He said, I'm not going to come. And I said, oh, Rachel's single friend is going to be there. And then he said, what time will she be there? (laughs) Oh, Lewis. Who else but Lewis? That's our Lewis. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then I think the last thing is this series just didn't feel corny enough to me. Like I, I wanted these fucking stupid ass food puns. But there was nothing, you know? So, as a counter to that, I would like to point out one panel where they contact the child reset agent because the donut user escaped and they said, um, we had no idea fried sweets could expand that much. And the kid's like, such a basic mistake. Which I love. I think that's fucking awesome. I think that's yeah. hilarious. Um, it's funnier in the panel than when I just said it. I will clarify. I get what you mean, but still, yeah. I was like, eh, you know. It isn't the kind of corny that I think you were expecting. Yeah. It's uh, candy corny, you know? Uh. <laughs> candy corny, yeah. I just like, I, I really would have wanted like Hassan in the writing room for this. Like, what if they had like taken out like their phones are like made out of chocolate or something and there's like this kid who's like getting yelled at for eating his phone again? Um, I don't I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel like this series kind of balances it with, like, actually decent writing. Like, I really love the parts where uh, Samugi and Midori, like, they both try and help each other and fail at it. Like, I I thought that was, like, a really interesting kind of uh, character thing. I I loved how Midori sees her getting accosted by annoying suitors and he just kind of walks to them because uh, you're not allowed to run in school. (laughs) That's true. Or like how he gets his ass beat because he can't fight back. Yeah. I think we should also mention something extremely important about this series that like I'm incredibly excited for, which is we have a pig dog. Yes, we do. Did you ever see what was it? It was like Mitchell's versus the machines. No. They break these robots because they have like a pug and they can't tell if it's like a dog or a potato (laughs) or a loaf of bread, I think. It just made me think of that. See, it reminded me of being Puppycat. That show really just, ugh. Oh. Didn't go great after. Oh, really? I kind of yeah. I kind of fell off after a little bit. That's sad. Yeah, it's okay. It happens to all of us, but. It had a really good first episode, at least. They kind of, they're just trying to turn her into a child. It flopped. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of B material. But yeah, I do want to say about Pig Dog, he's a good boy. Mm-hmm. He's homeless. He's a victim of capitalism. And then he just disappears. And I I don't know where he goes. But he's an example of... uh, David, are you familiar with the writing concept known as Save the Cat? Uh, no. So, it's a Hollywood screenwriting technique. And the idea is uh, one way to immediately endear the audience to the main character. Oh, it's opposite of Kick the Dog? 
Yeah, I think so. Probably. I mean, that, that seems pretty blatant. That's the opposite of kick the dog and save the cat. No, that makes total sense. But yeah, the idea is you have the main character do a good deed very early on to endear the audience to them. And one of the things that Sumugi does is she sees this poor homeless pig dog and it's about to rain. So she gives him her umbrella. Uh, this is like the plot of Beachy. Is it? Dude, I don't remember the plot of Beachy. Beachy, where he would die if he didn't do one good deed a day. <laughs> So it's literally his superpower was saving the cat. Yeah, which kind of cheapened it. And, uh, and then his friend who had to do something evil every day. God, that was so funny. Oh, yeah. The, the eighth deadly sin. No, justice. Sin. Justice. Remember, Lord O'Neill was like, what the How fuck? We told her about that. <laughs> Beachy ruled, actually. And then he went to make two very good series. He recovered. Hey, good for him. And then also we found out that what happened to the Red Sprite guy, he's an assistant now on a different series whose name, I just forgot that's running a Shonen Jump. So that's why he's not doing anything. Oh, well, that's good. I'm really glad that he is uh, still working, you know? So yeah, so he he's working on Mission uh, Yakuza Family. I feel like now we've got T. Wolfwood listening to our recording. He's like the person in the chair. He's like our oracle. Oh, oh, did he just look that up for us? Yeah, he just buzzed in the Discord chat. Whoa. <laughs> Seeing what series I was trying to remember. <laughs> so thank you, T. Wolf. Yeah, maybe we should have a Discord chat more. It's like, uh, it seems like they'll be able to get us updated uh, information and tell us we're fucking stupid when we get something wrong. Yeah. So maybe not, actually. I take yeah. it back. Yeah, it's also, I'm sure it'll get, it would get really distracting if we had a lot of people in it. But anyway, uh, I feel like we, though, are kind of meandering. So, Jordan, do you want to, do you want to really get into our guesses? Yeah. David, uh, what's going to happen next in Candy Flurry? So, my three guesses are the other lollipop user is going to be a relative of the MC. It's going to be like a hungry joker situation. The candied apple of the Garden of Eden, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck you. The next one is that there will be a Willy Wonka parody. And the third one is the main guy has candy powers or gets candy powers. You know, the, the like the fork guy who currently has no powers and hates people with powers. No, I completely agree. I, I do also think that that's going to happen. But my guesses are Pig Dog is going to be Sumugi's sidekick. And then this one is a bit of a swing for the fences, but fuck it, I live dangerously. So this series ends with Sumugi telling Midori, hey, I'm innocent, with the side note that she believes there's no way he's going to believe me, but I just really wanted to say it, uh, which I thought was also an interesting character note. But I think Midori is an idiot and is going to immediately believe her, like, at the beginning of the next chapter. <laughs> I feel like with the pig dog, do you think there's going to be like a tragic moment where he gets attacked by like a chocolate user? Oh, God, I hope not, but maybe. So to save the cat, you've got chocolate, the dog. <laughs> oh, God. And my last one is that the two lollipop powers are just like different flavors of lollipops. Like she has like a mint and then uh, Samugi has a different flavor or something. The series, I bet, is going to be a lot like Kill a Kill. I don't know why, but I'm like, I could see this going like a Kill a Kill direction. Uh, less fan service I think, and hope. But yeah. <laughs> other than that, I do see what you mean. Oh, man, what if there's a cheesecake lady and she just fucking got big bazongas? <sighs> yeah, what, if, what if? What if? <laughs> Hey, this series I don't think is over-sexualized any women yet. No, that is true. Sumugi is supposed to be a cute, like, attractive high school girl, but she she just isn't really sexualized. She's just, like, a cute girl. Yeah, it's very nice, and she uses her cuteness to, to get cream puffs. Yeah. Also, I want to say T. Wolfwood has informed me that it was Dora Hidoro the, uh, in the Discord who initially told us who what the creator of Red Sprite was up to these days, so thank you. Thank you, Dora Hidoro. You're a good series, and I hope that... Uh... We get a season two on Netflix. Yeah, once they're done working on Chainsaw Man. Oh, yeah, that is the same studio, isn't it? It is. It's great. Fuck yeah. 
David. Yeah. Would you read another 10 chapters of Candy Flurry? Yeah. I feel like I would probably just have kept reading if it wasn't for this. How about you? I'm in. Yeah. So, what's your power word, bud? Uh, my power word today is sweet. Because this is it's pretty fucking sweet, David. I pick stick. Oh, that's not the one that I'm reading right now in the notes, though. Am I? No, I was saying I wish I could say this sucks. But <laughs> unfortunately, the series is actually pretty fun to read, at least so far. Hopefully, it's not an Iron Knight where it just shits itself in the second chapter. God, I hope not. That was so disappointing. Oh, right? But yeah, why stick? You know, because it's like a lollipop stick, and I really hope it sticks its ideas. Uh, I know it's short-lived, but you know, you can still tell a fun story in 20 chapters, like we saw a Time Paradox Ghost Rider or Morking. Right on. I think that's uh, everything for the actual series. Why don't we move into the Q&A? Sounds good to me. So, you ready for the first question, bud? Oh, yeah. So, this one comes from Victor, a.k.a. Nit- hey, Victor. Nitwits World. Uh, I know he was really excited we did Iron Knight. Which flop series would have worked better as a video game? Hmm. What, do you, what are you thinking? I think we talked about that in the Zipman episode, like a platinum games, like character action fighter of Zipman would have been really fun. I feel like I'm forgetting like a big one where we talked about it in the fucking episode. But um, <laughs> what would a high school family video game be? It would just be Gomez petting simulator. <laughs> yeah, that's what you would make. I think double arts would work better as a Final Fantasy game, like a 2000s, like Final Fantasy 10 style game. Just absolutely. That sounds good to me. You could have like an RPG mechanic with them having to touch each other and stuff, but that's for Square Enix to figure out. Okay. Uh, next question. When's the last time, if ever, you cried from reading a manga? And that comes from patron Yaji Black. One Piece is the only way I can cry. Yes. It's also the only way you can come. No, that's Hunter Hunter. Mm, that's a little weird because it's a little kid. Oh, and One Piece is not weird at all. Well, if you do it after the time skip, it's not as weird. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I still can't believe I've had that conversation of if it's okay if Robin dates Zoro still going on in the fandom. So, I don't remember the last time. I know Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer made me cry because that has such like a bittersweet ending. And that's a series everyone should read. That's a, just a fantastic read. Oh, look back. Duh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Look back. Duh. Yeah, duh. duh. Yeah, look, look back's back. Great. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Read look back. Crazy, crazy hot take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a great episode of Mother's Basement. Oh, it was great. Yeah, absolutely highly recommend. All right, next question is from Mr. Davey. Who the fuck he is asks, that? Some asshole. What a dick. Would you rather cancel High School Family or Red Hood? Red Hood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's, like, look, I, I really like Red Hood, but come on, it's High School Family. <laughs> yeah, I need Gomez. I need yeah, Gomez. Yeah, is there any series you would that you actually read right now? you would sacrifice instead of Red Hood? I mean, I'm not reading that many series right now because I am a fake weeb. PPPPP, right? Oh, oh, I would absolutely <laughs> sacrifice PPPPP. That's not even like a fair comparison. No shit. I would have also sacrificed like beast children for a high school family. Yeah. How many chapters do you think PPP is going to have? My guess is 18. I think it's going to get to 20. You're optimistic. Yeah, I'm optimistic. You know who else is optimistic? T. Wolfwood, who asks, which protagonist would be the worst date? All right, right? Three, Three two, two, one. one. Heidi. Jim Naruto. Ah, damn it. That would have been really cool. <laughs> All right, you go first. So why Heidi? Uh, Heidi's a fucking dick. He's constantly, like, criticizing uh, his his actually attractive female, uh, like, female uh, assistant's body. He's, like, belittling her all the fucking time. He's just a fucking yeah. douchebag. Like, at least Jim Naruto 
is really cool. Yeah, but Jim Neruda is just going to fucking brag all the time and then tell you about his weird like libertarian ideas that are also racist. But he's really cool, David. I bet Jim Neruda wouldn't pay at the end because he would say, <laughs> I'm a feminist, so I'll let you pay. It's fine. Oh, I don't know. I think that Jim Naruto will pull off a like really dumb magnet trick and then the owner will be like, holy shit, that was so cool. You know what? You don't have to pay for it. Mm. <sighs> fine. But I, I think I think we both made fair guesses. No, I can absolutely see Jim Naruto being uh, not a gr- not an actually great person to be around if you are an adult. And then I feel like if you were like a little bit dark skinned, he would call you ethnic in like a really weird way. Yeah, like if you showed up and you had like slightly dark skin or something, he would just start speaking like Indian to you because he would just assume that you could speak that language too. You know, like yeah. Or here he here he would do the like the the move that dads do where they think it's an okay question asked, but it's pretty racist. They say, "Oh, you look so exotic. Where is your parents from?" Yeah, he tells black people that they're articulate when they speak. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Jim Naruto, actually. What a dick. Yeah, see, I told you he's an yeah. asshole. But he would have told them he saw he saw Black Panther theaters and voted for him, would have voted for him a third time. <laughs> Jim Naruto is a guy who, who talks to like a, a Chinese couple who've been in his country for over 40 years. And, and he's like, wow, your Japanese is so good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So last question. Uh, that was a really fun one. Thank you T. Wolfwood as he's listening. It's been a stressful day for you. So hopefully that made it a little bit better to say. Uh, and then finally, we have a member of the actual supporting cast of the show. Tucker, aka Pull Up Papa, has asked, I think, his first question for the show. Has there been a worst main protagonist in a series covered by Flop so far than Build King's Tonkachi. Oh, wait. He also says he may take the cake, which, oh, ho, ho. Hey, what? Little stealth pun. We're reading Candy Flurry where they make cakes and shit. I was like, it was just a funny coincidence he used that expression. I don't think it was a coincidence. I think that Tucker now, I, th- I think Tucker's clever. I think he's on the fucking All ball right. here, dude. I don't think I told Tucker <laughs> that we were... He's a smart guy. He's, re- he's he's wise beyond his ears. He's as cool and smart as Jim Naruto is, except actually yes. cooler. So if we start calling Tucker Jim, he knows why. Yeah, I mean, the worst protagonist in a series covered by Flop so far. Man, Tonkachi really fucking is up there. If he is not the answer... Like, it's him, there's obviously the Beast Children guy. Oh, the guy from SWAT, he fucking sucks. I was going to say the dude from SWAT. I don't remember any personality traits, because nothing about that series was rememberable. I remember a personality trait, which was that he is specifically identified as being a douchebag, basically. Like, he's an asshole and nobody <laughs> likes him. Like, that's that's his actual character trait. But honestly, I do think that Tonkachi's worse. I think Tonkachi really might be the worst protagonist we've ever read on this show. I mean, everything was bad. Super Eyepatch Wolf had that like entertainment versus quality chart. And they feel like at some point it would be fun to rate all 35, 36. Wow, I know it's been crazy. Series we've read so far and just place them like how definitely the bottom of quality and entertainment would 100% be Build King. I mean, we literally did that. No, but that was ranking tier. This is because like a series could be high because it's unironically good, but it might be below a series that is terrible, but a lot more entertaining to read. Like it's like how Beast Children is complete bottom of the quality, but very high in entertainment. David, that's what we did. That's why Beast Children wasn't on the bottom of our list because we were like, yes, but we didn't spell it out like that. (laughs) I thought we did. Whatever. I don't know. I haven't. It's been a while since we recorded that. (sighs) You silly Billy.
We're all silly here today. All right, all right. Uh, but that is the last question. Thank you, everyone who sent. As always, if you want to, just feel free to join the Discord and post in the Q&A section. We always try and get priority to either our patrons or people that haven't asked questions before. So hopefully you won't have to wait too long. And as always, we really appreciate the people who did send their questions in. Oh, also, um, you know who might be just as bad of a, of a date as Heidi and who might be up there with Tonkachi? The main character from Phantom Seer. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We also have of a Discord mention of the dude from Neolation who showed his friend who disappeared and is on suicide watch a video of someone killing themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually. That's a, that's a good call out, T-Wolfwood. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank, thank you, you. T-Wolfwood. <laughs> yeah. Just change your uh. nickname in the Discord to Oracle. It'll, it'll be better. It'll, it'll be more fitting. Yeah. And then, Jordan, is there anything else for you want to uh, wrap this bad boy up? I'm good with wrapping it up, man. All right. Well, Jordan, first of all, I want to thank you for editing this chibi. Uh, I know it's a lot of work, but I really appreciate you making them sound so great. And same to you, man. Thank you for oh, editing you. the main episode. And then I also want to thank to Tucker for assistance with pronunciation, translation, all our miscellaneous research. Be sure to join the Shonen Flop Discord. Come hang out with us and talk about anime, games, or whatever else is on your mind. We also have a book club and do regular movie nights. You can find a link to it in the show notes. And if you've been enjoying this podcast and want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to our Patreon. We have a ton of awesome perks ranging from exclusive mini episodes where we had, as mentioned, our review of PPPPP, uh, deleted scenes, and you can even help pick up what series we're going to cover next. Check us out at patreon.com slash shonenflop. We also want to give a shout out to T. Wolfwood, Mark, and Gabe for being King of the Forest tier patrons and Marty for being a Chainsaw Man level patron. Thank you, Marty. Yes, thank you, Marty. Um, His episode where he actually had us cover Iron Knight, which was a really fantastic read using his Patreon perk. So if you want to become a Chainsaw Man, you will help us pick a series, which is pretty exciting. If you're not ready for a regular commitment, consider buying some merch. We have a ton of awesome designs, including the much requested Gomez Moon and Matchel Punching Harry Potter. Potter shirts, along with covers from all of our episodes that have recently come out, and a portion of the proceeds do go to the artists. And no worries if you can't help us out financially. If you could like, rate, review, or share our show with a friend, that really means a lot to us as well. You can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast and our website, ShonenFlop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcast. And with that, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful day. David! Keep on flopping, floppers. Thank you. Bye!